This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's my favourite time of the week. Oh boy. It's quickie time. Bundle up everybody. <laughs> get ready. We got some stories for you. Mm, get That's on the what rug. we do. We sit down, we tell you little bits of stories here and there because we don't have time for a main episode today. We're too busy. This week is busy week. So we're just going to tell you a couple of stories that either we've found online or you've written in. That's right. We're just going to take a tiny chunk out of your day. So 10 more minutes on the on the exercise bike, 10 more minutes sitting in traffic, whatever you're doing. Yep. We're just going to take a bit of time. Elizabeth, over to you. Okay. So the first one is actually an anonymous post Ooh. that was posted in our Ghosts of Boyfriends Past Group Therapy Spooky. Group. And I wanted to share this feedback. It says, I'm currently in a relationship I have issues with it. I'm currently listening to the podcast and every time he does something I don't fully agree with, I picture myself telling my story to Liz and Tom and I feel like I know what they would say. Thank you for mm. giving me a backbone. Oh. Ah. Isn't that lovely? That is, it's very lovely. Um, uh, I hope we haven't become too predictable in everything that we're going to th- I'm it, happy to saying. be predictable. <laughs> if people are going to listen to our advice and yeah, go, hang true. on yep. a minute, I am happy to be extremely predictable in my advice. Not in my comedy, but in my advice giving. Mm, yes, that's Abs- very fair. Absolutely. So I thought that was a bit lovely. Oh, thank you, Anonymous. Uh, good good luck going forward, I suppose. And uh, we're always here if you need to reach out. If you need private advice, just to send us an email. We don't have to wear every word no. uh, uttered on online hmm very nice so t- what do you got for me tom I've just got some good old-fashioned breaking up stories for you today. Just some bread and butter on this uh, Ghost of Boyfriend's Past show. Uprooted and moved across the country with the guy. Realised after the fact that just how dependent he was on his parents for everything. Everything in capitals. They basically controlled his life because he didn't have a real job and lived off of their money. He spent ridiculous amounts of cash on stupid stuff like his train modelling hobby. But they, <laughs> that's the <laughs> train modeling guys. It's yeah. the horse girl equivalent. It's for, true. For, for men. That uh, 100% is true. Just, just by the way, everybody. Uh, so he spent ridiculous amounts of cash on stupid stuff like his train modeling hobby, but they somehow blamed me for all of his failures instead of him, despite me landing. Or themselves. Yes, exactly. <laughs> despite me landing freelance work, then a full time job within three months of quitting my job and moving with no job prospects. He came home from a trip to see them two days before New Year's Eve and told me they gave him an ultimatum, me or their money. He chose the money. I had to live in the apartment for another two months, sleeping on the sofa bed while he moved another girl in. Oh, what? Ugh. My fuck buddy and I broke his couch bed, though. Yes! So it wasn't all bad in the end. 
throw a yes. little a little floristry in the room. Absolutely the brilliant petty tail. revenge. <laughs> I can go again if you if you if you uh, want. Look, mine's a little bit of a Debbie Downer, so I'll get you to uh, close us off with something uh, a little bit. Uh, I mean, at least funny, sad. I don't know. <laughs> Um, This is actually an update on a previous main episode. So we had an episode a little while back called Casey and the Bridesmaid's Choice. Yes. Now, this was one where someone wrote in and said that they weren't sure what to do because their best friend was was in an abusive relationship and had asked her to be a bridesmaid at the wedding to her abuser. Okay, so some prior reading may be required to remind you. Yes, go back and listen to Season 4, Episode 4, Casey and the Bridesmaid's Choice. Okay. uh, If you want to... A little bit more background. It says, hi, Liz, Tom and Zane. We have an update, exclamation point. Strap Ooh. yourselves in because honestly, I cannot believe the last few months. So I did as Liz's psychologist mum suggested and I had a quiet chat to my friend about the cycle of abuse. I said she shouldn't have to end the relationship if she doesn't want to, but they should just have a long engagement and that will help them save for the wedding they really want. Surprise, surprise, he's not working at the moment. Mm. She said that's what they were planning anyway and I told her that I was happy to help plan the wedding and be her witness if she was 100% honest with me and that if there were any doubts at all whether or not to marry him that she should end things. She assured me again that things were fine and that they were very happy. We also had dinner at the start of November, my husband and I and this person and the abuser. And I want to tell you that it was the most uncomfortable dinner of my life. Reader, I can imagine. Mm -hmm. My friend wanted to talk about the wedding and planning and ideas she had, and it was clear that he didn't want to be there at all, simply because he knew that we were aware of all the crap that had gone on with them. Mm. I tried to change the topic a few times by saying, no hurry, we've got plenty of time to plan as you guys are having a long engagement. You should really wait and look at all the stuff closer to the date. She got a bit deflated at that and he got very huffy. She told me later that they hadn't actually agreed on a long engagement at all. She had discussed that with me, not him. I get it. I've been married and wedding planning is supposed to be super fun and exciting. He just sat there though and gave zero input whenever he was asked what he was thinking for the reception and simply stated, whatever, I don't care. He also turned to my husband at one point and said, judge me if you want, but we're together and she's not going anywhere. I got really concerned at the language he used, very controlling, and when I asked her about it, she dismissed me. I then didn't speak to her for a few weeks. Work was busy and I had Thanksgiving plans with my family. We discussed having a Friendsgiving, but she never got back to me. Second week of December, I get a phone call. She seemed really nervous and I could tell that she had something to say but was obviously struggling to find the words. I was trying to coax out whatever she had to tell me, assuring her that whatever she had to say, I wouldn't be mad. This must have given her the courage because she then opened up, they eloped. Oh. I was absolutely shocked. She said that after the dinner with us and Thanksgiving with her family, she became aware that her relationship would never truly be normal in the sense that it would never fully be accepted or forgiven. Um unsure if I told you this part last time but her sister knows about the abuse and has possibly also told her mum she decided that she didn't want to go through with a wedding on the off chance that someone would object and the the day would be ruined the day what about your life girl the poor day Oh, so they organized an elopement package and had the minister, photographer and two of the staff work for the company as their witnesses and got married on a weekday she said that it was lovely and that he was just relieved to save money and get it done how Mm. fucking romantic yes so now she's stuck. 
There's not much I can do except continue to provide support, but I feel the cycle of abuse is absolutely continuing and she will just ignore the signs until it's too late. He's still not working. She pays all the bills. He hasn't even applied for welfare or unemployment benefits because he's apparently too embarrassed to do it. So they're living off her income and her home wedding savings. I feel it's just a matter of time, but as I said, she tells me that she's happy and there's nothing I can do except wait until she needs me. Thank you for your advice. I really wish there was a better outcome, but according to her, for now, everything is just fine and dandy. I hope for her sake that he has truly changed, though it seems a little unlikely. Yes, I would have to agree with that last sentiment. It seems it seems a little unlikely. Thank you for writing in regardless, I'm so Rita. sorry that it was not the... Um uplifting rallying update that we were hoping for but i think you are absolutely right i know this isn't the advice episode this is a story episode but i think that you're absolutely right in making sure that you stay in her life and can provide support when she needs it i know it's going to be really fucking hard to bite your tongue when that monster is around but otherwise he's going to try and cut you out of her life and she won't have people left so Mm, it's awful but that's an important we're here for you if you need any more advice even off mic feel free to email it through and, and I can talk to my mum and, and get and get my mum's advice because she's always quite good at, uh, at at finding things for that situation. So, and yeah. I'll quickly echo that advice to anybody that's listening. Uh, if you have uh, not every bit of advice uh, or question or story needs to be shared on air. If you want advice from Elizabeth or myself or Zane or all three of us, but you don't want uh, it aired on, on, on the internet – uh, still get in contact yeah. if you have a question we'll, we'll, we'll get back and forth you're also, allowed to say please don't air this yeah. but, uh, but I, I have a rash can you look at it <laughs> <laughs> no we can't provide as that as long advice. as you send in photos no um, uh, no absolutely not um, I will say also quickly as well that there is an anonymous mode that you can go into to yes. post something if you want advice from the wider group in Ghost of Boyfriend's Past Group Therapy without putting your name to it Mm. Tom, take us home with something uh, that yeah. isn't so much of a Debbie Downer, I guess. Oh, look, you don't get it. I, I only have, <laughs> you only have so much control okay, over, over a story sent into a heartbreak podcast. <laughs> uh, here we go. And then off to bed, everybody, because it's a big day tomorrow. My ex and I went to Thailand together for a two-week trip around the country. We were together for over a year. This was also a sort of birthday present for me as it was right before my 20th birthday. On the third day, he confessed that he didn't love me anymore and didn't want to be with me. He said he realized it a month before the trip, but couldn't tell me the trip was non-refundable. Who does that? So, hmm. I realized that I was not wanting to go ahead with a relationship a month before a trip, and you know what I did? I broke up with them and went on the trip myself. What? Outrageous! Who would ever then, think to, to think to do that? And then that person went and used their part of the trip that they'd paid for at another date you're to talking, also go by themselves. You're talking nonsense here, Elizabeth. You clearly, just clearly, didn't want to ruin your holiday, yeah, so I thought clearly, I'd go on a holiday with you, even though I don't love you. Clearly, ya. that's not the way to do it. <sighs> go on the trip and break up with them and have an awful time for it all. Make it an awful time all round. Well, I guess you'll just have to go on a holiday back to Thailand and reclaim it yes, with fun memories re- for yourself. Reclaim. That is the only way to save it. So there you go, readers, our little quickie uh, over and done with. Slightly longer quickie than normal, but that's okay okay. because we needed important updates from people Mm. because we always love an update. So if you've been on the show before and you've got an update, send us the updates. Otherwise, rate, review, subscribe, uh, send us your stories, send us your questions, send us, don't send us photos of your ashes though. We don't want that. Not at all. (laughs) You guys are no fun.
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.